Laying pen and paper before him, he were first to peruse a few pages of the work, and then to recall his own life, and the lives of folk with whom he has come in contact, and everything which he has seen with his own eyes or has heard of from others, and to proceed to annotate, in so far as may tally with his own experience or otherwise, what is set forth in the book, and to jot down the whole exactly as it stands pictured to his memory, and, lastly, to send me their jottings as they may issue from his pen, and to continue doing so until he has covered the entire work. Yes, he would indeed do me a vital service. Of style or beauty of expression he would need to take no account, for the value of a book lies in its truth and its actuality, rather than in its wording." Nor would he need to consider my feelings, if at any point he should feel minded to blame or upbraid me, or to demonstrate the harm rather than the good which has been done through any lack of thought or verisimilitude of which I have been guilty. In short, for anything, and for everything in the way of criticism, I should be thankful. Also, it would be an excellent thing if some reader in the higher walks of life— some person who stands remote, both by life and by education, from the circle of folk which I have pictured in my book, but who knows the life of the circle in which he himself revolves, would undertake to read my work in similar fashion, and methodically to recall to his mind any members of superior social classes whom he has met, and carefully to observe whether there exists any resemblance between one such class and another— and whether, at times, there may not be repeated in a higher sphere what is done in a lower, and likewise to note any additional fact in the same connection which may occur to him, that is to say, any fact pertaining to the higher ranks of society, which would seem to confirm or to disprove his conclusions. And, lastly, to record that fact as it may have occurred within his own experience— while giving full details of persons, of individual manners, tendencies, and customs, and also of inanimate surroundings, of dress, furniture, fittings of houses, and so forth. For I need knowledge of the classes in question, which are the flower of our people. In fact, this very reason, the reason that I do not yet know Russian life in all its aspects and in the degree to which it is necessary for me to know it in order to become a successful author, is what has, until now, prevented me from publishing any subsequent volumes of this story. Again, it would be an excellent thing if someone who is endowed with the faculty of imagining and vividly picturing to himself the various situations wherein a character may be placed, and of mentally following up a character's career in one field and another, by this I mean someone who possesses the power of entering into and developing the ideas of the author whose work he may be reading, would scan each character herein portrayed, and tell me how each character ought to have acted at a given juncture and what, to judge from the beginnings of each character, ought to have become of that character later, and what new circumstances might be devised in connection therewith, and what new details might advantageously be added to those already described. Honestly, can I say, 
that to consider these points against the time when a new edition of my book may be published in a different and a better form would give me the greatest possible pleasure. One thing in particular would I ask of any reader who may be willing to give me the benefit of his advice. That is to say, I would beg of him to suppose, while recording his remarks, that it is for the benefit of a man in no way his equal in education, or similar to him in tastes and ideas, or capable of apprehending criticisms without full explanation appended, that he is doing so. Rather would I ask such a reader to suppose that before him there stands a man of incomparably inferior enlightenment and schooling, a rude country bumpkin whose life throughout has been passed in retirement, a bumpkin to whom it is necessary to explain each circumstance in detail, while never forgetting to be as simple of speech as though he were a child.